July 3rd Sermon from the Milroy Burnham Charge. This sermon is based on Exodus 6, 1 through 4, and 7 to 8. Then the Lord said to Moses, Now you will see what I will do to Pharaoh. Because of my mighty hand, he will let them go. Because of my mighty hand, he will drive them out of his country. God also said to Moses, I am the Lord. I appeared to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob as God Almighty, but by my name Yahweh I did not make myself fully known to them. I also established my covenant with them to give them the land of Canaan, where they resided as foreigners. I will take you as my own people, and I will be your God. Then you will know that I am the Lord your God, who brought you out from under the yoke of the Egyptians. And I will bring you to the land I swore with uplifted hand to give to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob. I will give it to you as a possession, for I am the Lord. As we celebrate the United States Independence Day this weekend, I want you to think of Independence Day in a different way, the way of freedom from bondage, sin, and death. The story of Moses, Pharaoh, and the ensuing freedom of the Israelites is truly an epic one. It's a battle between God and someone who says he's a God, between a chosen people and an enslaving people, between a God of love and a no God of fear and greed. We've heard this story so many times that it loses its power. Almost. Yet we start here in God's mighty hand that gives freedom in a revolutionary and radical way. We start here together. I am your new leader and you are my people for a year. Moses was a new leader and he had a bunch of people under his charge. I'm not here to lead you in the desert for 40 years, but I am here to proclaim a message of freedom, identity in Christ, and extravagant and eternal love. And through that proclamation, bring deep healing and a guiding light that constantly points to the eternal light, Jesus Christ. I love the Old Testament. It has such vivid imagery and stories that you couldn't make up if we tried. So we start with a really small part of the Exodus story, a beautiful, hope-filled story. What did you hear when the scripture was read? Did you hear that Pharaoh was going to suffer? That God establishes covenant? That God is a deliverer? Or something else? First, I hear God giving Moses a description of who God is. A divine, mighty power. The Almighty, Yahweh. The God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob in case Moses forgot, the God of promises and of fulfillment. Our relationship with God depends wholly on what kind of God we believe in. So what kind of God do you believe in? This God that's in the Exodus story and that's throughout all of Scripture is a God that protects who nurtures relationships, and carries out his promises. Second, 
I hear that our relationship with God is based on God's choice. Did you listen closely and hear that God chose Israel? He says, I will take you as my people and I will be your God. Now in this time in history, this was super bizarre. Gods didn't choose people, the people chose their gods. And some people like Pharaoh decided that they were gods and made people worship them. It was a bunch of superstition where people tried to appease the weather gods, the sea gods, and their rulers so that they may be fruitful, or at least have enough to eat and a place to shelter themselves and their families. Gods don't choose people, but our God did. And we are the descendants through the adoption into the Jewish family of the Israelites. God is our God because God chose us and said so to Moses. Now I know myself well enough that if I were a God, I wouldn't choose me. But God wanted to show who he is through this group, the Israelites, who were enslaved by one of the most powerful people in the world. God made a decision that changed the planet and humans forever. The New Interpreter's Bible Commentary says that God's own action will dominate Israel's future. Let that sink in a moment. God's own action will dominate Israel's future. Does God's action dominate our future? Or have we put God on a shelf as a figurine and we dust it from time to time? Write that question down. Does God's action dominate our future? Now some of you may be thinking, what does that even mean? Well, let me break it down for you. It means that God is our fearless leader and we follow God where he leads. It means that we are informed by God's work, not that we ask God to bless what we decide to do. It means that freedom comes at a cost. God's action means that we have to make a choice to follow God out of Egypt or to stay in Egypt. What's your choice? What is your Egypt? We all have this mysterious place called Egypt in our lives, and we are enslaved to something, maybe lots of things. God's action dominating our future means that we surrender our attachments and walk in the freedom that is God. And this is where the rubber meets the road, where life gets sticky. We have to be willing to leave or give up that which we care most about. Our status, our ego, our money, our family, and maybe even our church. What is your Egypt? Mental freedom takes way longer than physical freedom and more effort most of the time. But mental and spiritual freedom is what God invites us to. How many times did the Israelites want to turn back to Egypt because they had a routine they understood? They wanted to return to the land that enslaved them because they were familiar with it instead of trusting God's promise of an amazing and abundant land. Human beings inherently prefer the known to the unknown. 
Yet God, over and over throughout the Bible, invites us to freedom. God's idea of freedom, which can be unknown, new, and scary. God, in the invitation to freedom, asks us a very important question. Do you trust me? Have you ever said, I would do anything for God? And then God asked you to do something out of your comfort zone and then said, well, anything but that. I had said that about a lot of things. And now here I am as a deacon leading not one, but three congregations. That response of no, not that can be a trust issue. Freedom requires that we deepen our trust in God. It means that we say no to living with fear as our driver. It means having the courage to do what God asks of us in the midst of fear. Fear usually doesn't leave us alone, so we may often do things with fear buzzing around like a black fly. But at the same time, we can't let fear be in the front seat controlling the situation. God calls us to a radical freedom that looks so different from the world that we live in, just like God inviting the Israelites to freedom. And through that call, God reminds us that he is trustworthy because of his identity, a divine, mighty power, the almighty Yahweh, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and Moses, and us the God of promises and fulfillment. God reminds us that we are called to live into the freedom of God's plan and purpose, to be liberated from our Egypt. So I ask again, what is your Egypt? What are we as this body of Christ enslaved to that is preventing us from carrying out God's plan? Are we willing to let God's action dominate our church's future by following God into an unknown freedom? Amen.